The story so far. Reality breaks. Frayed seams begin to appear crisscrossing the space. It's all going wrong, but I really think you all can help. When people are all disorientated by all this stuff going on, yeah, they're gonna fixate on one thing they can remember, and usually that's like grudges and that. You can play the roles of all the different versions of you that you've been, and some of those might have skills. I'm trying to get all of, all of you together. I've got some of you already on, on my ship. It'll look like a big vehicle that, that's airborne-like. So the rest of the gang mm -hmm. have been swallowed through a rift. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players. The world is falling apart. Yes. We're the only ones that can fix it. Yes. We're being instructed by an idiot. Ah, potentially. Standard issue, though. <laughs> so, Standard issue. Good, good news is, though, it's really easy to get from reality to reality or timeline to timeline now because they're we all like they're all like together. Yeah, they're all, um, all over each other. Yes, clearly, it's like through each other. Oh wow, it's all a big mess. Oh, Jesus, I think maybe we need to get to that rift right now. Um, yeah. Errol, what rank are you in the CRIT? Are you important? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really, <laughs> yeah, I've been there for a long time, so yeah, yeah, and I'm a valued keep, member of the team, they say. And you keep talking about your boss. Yeah, yeah. who's your boss? She's called Geetra, she's my squad leader. And there's no way we could maybe add to no talk to her. Oh, she, she's, so she's got a different idea about who's best to, like, cope with all this, like okay. everybody, all the different teams have been looking into different solutions. mm so yeah, she didn't. She uh, she said that I could handle this one on my own. Okay. Oh, good. It's like pulling teeth. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. What's the next world near us? Yeah. Looking like. Don't just take us there. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. And the device that he's created the bubble with starts to flash. Oh no! Uh, flashes oh, red. That's good. And <laughs> the bubble around you collapses, and the chaos rushes back in. Good. <laughs> <laughs> the stage under you is kind of unstable now it seems to be going through changes and other things are trying to mash into it and the mic stands keep changing into trees and uh, pillars and all sorts of different things people around you are still mostly just like rolling on the floor trying to make sense of things mm -hmm. what would you all like to do I guess we run towards yeah. a different place. Yeah, yeah. like one yeah. that's like a stable, stable yeah. place. So, yeah, what, what sort of areas can we see if we look around? So you can see that uh, one of the areas that is less in flux than everywhere else is the river itself. And you guess maybe that this might be because the river is like a constant feature okay. in every version of this mm. city that is right. crashing into each other. Mm -hmm. And so that gives you the idea that maybe sort of geographical features like that might be safer okay. uh, than sort of artificial things that might be different in every version. Well, should we try and find a boat and go down the river and that way we can look 
Let's look mm-hmm. out as we yeah. go because yeah. we're looking for something airborne, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe there isn't that many many things like that. Maybe we could get one of those yellow cars that's a car and a boat. That would be perfect. Duck boat. Yeah. That's, that's right. a good idea. Are there any duck boats on? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they get discontinued after that fire on one? Oh, oh, no, no, because no, 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 we're set a few years ago, aren't we? So <laughs> as long as it's before the discontinuation yeah. and we don't when, smoke, we'll be okay. And the Royal Festival Hall was a good place to have meetings. So it's oh, about yeah. six, seven years ago. Oh, duck boat's still around. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, there's a duck boat. Yes! In in the river perfect so it's, it's not quite in the middle it's okay. closer to the bank that you're at okay. but it's not moored up it's not at the side splishy splashy let's swim over yeah, to yeah, it yeah, just dive straight in and yeah. start swimming over to it mm-hmm. we're all going to get diabetes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as you as you run oh, that way as you run towards the river Errol is sort of lagging behind mm-hmm. also trying to run and just yells after you slightly breathlessly Think about think about swimming, and maybe there's a version of you that was good at swimming, and you can remember how to do it from that version of you, like. Or rather, we can just remember from the good person that we're swimming at now, like or or that Errol. I'm just trying to give you the let you know what you got at your disposal. I'm I'm right. I'm a pretty strong swimmer normally. You are, aren't you? Yeah, GM. But uh, I think is is there anything? I've, I've just dive straight in. Is there anything that's awoken within me? I'm feeling as if I could push myself further. As if there's, I don't know. I, I in a previous reality, I was an Olympic swimmer or a fish or something. <laughs> <laughs> or a mermaid. What, what, what what do I feel? I've learned how to play the guitar and grow my hair into a Mohican. What else can <laughs> you I do? You remember, you used to be a sturgeon. Yeah. <laughs> so, not Olympic swimmer, mm-hmm. not uh, mer person. Shame. Um, but something about this situation gives you a sense of deja vu. Mm. <gasps> deja vu? About a time, uh, a, a version of your life where uh, you had to push yourself physically against the elements Mm-hmm. Uh, far more than than in any other version, mm-hmm. um, because you were and you as you hit the water, you remember the terror of hitting the water as a ship that you were on went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you would like, you can take this opportunity to try and load up Prospero and Viola Shipwreck Island, Josh. Let's bring out Josh of the Jungle. <laughs> can, can we, um, can we dub in a fun tree. sound effect for when everyone loads up a new character, <laughs> like, a like yeah, like a cartridge going. <laughs> 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 or presumably your noise at this point is sploosh. <laughs> so Josh, you are rolling two six-sided dice and you are adding your affinity with this version of yourself from a previous season of Merely Role Players, uh, which for this one is plus two. First roll of the day, everybody. Here we go. Oh, I missed. <laughs> Uh, that is a ten total. Okay. Five plus a three plus two. Okay, so in this game, a... Six and below is a miss, a seven to nine is a mixed success, but a ten and above, which is what you've got, is a full success. Hong Kong! And in this case, what that means is all the memories from that version of your life flood back and settle with total clarity in your mind. Uh, No jarring... There's no difficulty with sort of the version that you were just then and the version that you are becoming uh, coexisting. Everything is fine. Also, the, th- the other three of you, Dave, Ellie, and Alex, see uh, as Josh dives into the water, you see reality around him warp and you see a bandana form out of frayed edges around, <laughs> oh, his, oh, around his head. 
uh, and uh, did you you made stuff? Did you have like a spiky stick or something in that? Uh, yeah, I had I had a stick, a slingshot, Ooh, yeah. some honeycomb. <laughs> you see, and my sequence. Yeah. You you see reality fray around him, and a uh, a crude uh, bodged together spear appear in his hand. And what else, Josh? Would you what person, object, or element mm-hmm. from that? story mm-hmm. that is useful to you would you like to bring in with this version of yourself okay fun so i think that i don't just want to bring the rum with me something bigger i i <laughs> I, 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 I want a, a river to, to sort of appear mm-hmm. above us mm-hmm. and pouring out of that rift is red hot magma you want that lava. to happen will, <laughs> I see where his cool. brain is going oh. cool uh. as it hits the surface of the icy Thames mm. and harden forming a sort of volcanic floating mm. surface as much or as little as I'm allowed very nice last time I was swimming I was swimming away from lava <laughs> through water that's what I want please yes you were so that happens sure there is now a an island formed of rapidly cooling uh, volcanic rock uh, in the Thames near the duck boat. Uh, Does it lead to the duck boat? Yeah, like a bridge. Because, yeah, it can bridge. Like the very much like yep. a bridge. Yes, oh, you have a lava sweet. bridge to the duck boat. Oh, great! I didn't even get wet. <laughs> yeah. Can I? Pull, sorry, can I pull myself yes. out on, on the other side? Mm, yeah. Um, Stand up on the lava, and you see a sequined, um, <laughs> more toned, more fake tanned version of me with a wild look in my eyes. I'm sort of hunched over slightly with my bandana, my sopping wet bandana, and I start to wring it out. It's like you've been bedazzled by the Thames. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, mm. um, yeah, different, different version of myself coming out the other end. <gasps> We better go and check on him. I'm going to run over the lava yeah, bridge. Same. I'm going to yeah. follow suit. We're heading towards the boat. We need to drag jo- Josh. Is that you? Ah! <laughs> Turn around with my stick. Ah, stop, Josh. It's me. It's Alex. Look, it's straight on my head. Do I recognise the three of them? Yes. Okay. Do you, you still because you still you retain the version of yourself that you were just now. Yeah. In the festival hall before okay. everything went mad. Mm. Uh, you're still that Josh, but you're yeah. this Josh as well. Okay, uh. fine. <laughs> Josh, Josh, it's it's us. We're we're getting on the boat. Remember, you had to bring the stick. The word Josh is written on his forehead yeah. in like ashes from a campfire. Uh. <laughs> oh. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, do you know how you did that? I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. But something happened, and I when I check my back pockets, do I have a bottle of rum with me? You have it's smashed at the some end pieces of, the of glass, <laughs> which, 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 I, which I pull out in my hand. No, oh, careful, mate. That looks a sh- that yeah, looks sharp. Josh. Why have you got a pocket full of glass? I had, I had a bottle of rum, oh. and then I jumped off a cliff, <laughs> fell off a cliff, right, and it smashed. Okay. My stick survived, and my bandana survived, and my. How are you feeling? Are you okay? I'm feeling really, really hyped up, and like I <laughs> yeah, want to you... run really quick in one direction, <laughs> really, really quickly. You sound like you've... it seems like you've done a lot of drugs in that short. Swim. I don't know what's happening. I feel I feel sunburned, but there's no sun. Why am I so so crispy right now? Why do you look the same? There is some sun. Okay. Certain areas of the sky are very bright. Others okay. are night. Others are covered in dust. Okay. I'm just picking up... Do you know, Errol, Bovril said about different realities? Yes. I think yeah. maybe I was a tribesman somewhere before. <laughs> a sequined mm. tribesman. Maybe I stole this from a passing troubadour or something. I don't know. Okay. But, uh, 
It's fine, we can accept this Josh. I'm just going to run towards the duck boat while I'm contemplating <laughs> everything. So confused. So, yeah, okay, but we, yeah, we jog after. And to note, Tilly's still with us. Yes. The cat yes. is still with us because I regularly forget her. Yes. <laughs> is she on a, her lead or have you got her in like a cat papoose? Oh my god. Yes. It's a cat papoose, but it's not me carrying her, it's Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Jolly D. <laughs> so we're running along and about to board the boat. And as I put one foot onto the boat... I have a very funny feeling in my tum-tum. Like, I've been on a boat many times before. <laughs> All right. I'd, I'd like to roll to uh, try and incorporate my Cloudskipper Go for character, it. please. All right, what is your affinity with your Cloudskipper persona? Uh, my affinity with that character is minus one, unfortunately. Okay. So let's see how the tower it, treats me. Give it a roll. Oh, so that's a six. Which okay. is a fail. Which is a fail. <laughs> what happens now is... First of all, you do remember that version of yourself, mm-hmm. and it replaces the version of you that you were just then. So you are now, unlike Josh... I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> unlike Josh, who can hold both versions of himself I've really done myself once. a dirty as well, because I've got an accent for this <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> as, oh. as you step on the deck of the boat and the deja vu overcomes you, you grasp onto it, you grasp that thread of memory... And that version of yourself crashes into your mind, overtaking all else. Okay. Also, as you distort reality around you... Sorry, guys. (laughs) You board the duck boat, and suddenly there is a sound above, a crackling, like lightning, like bottled electricity. And (laughs) sailing out of one of the tears in the sky is a sky vessel... What, Ellie, you now recognise very clearly as a sky vessel. Yeah. Uh, it appears to be a Gale Watch no, sky vessel. with the popo! <laughs> and uh, it is, it's an ironclad. <gasps> so it's a vessel that is, oh, no. it doesn't look like it should be able to be airborne, but it's, crack, it's iron hull is crackling with electricity all around as it skates in on a, a blanket of cloud. Uh, and you can see that printed on the prow in uh, embossed letters are the words "Iron Ship." Does <laughs> <laughs> what it says on the tin. Standing in the prow of the Iron Ship is an imposing oh, no. figure, wearing a tricorn hat, oh, a, a flowing iron grey uh, captain's coat covered in silver brocade, and the most prominent feature of this person is that instead of a jaw (laughs) they have an iron uh, construction, an iron prosthetic jaw and you hear from up there uh, the captain shouts, in the name of the Gale Watcher and Captain Iron Face halt stay thy vessel Captain Iron Face, yes what's going on, what's that, who knows about that no time lads, get on the ship, let's go what Ellie, huh Hurry, we haven't got much time. What's up with your voice, Ellie? <laughs> Stop your dilly-dallying. Stop your dilly-dallying. She's, she's gone mad. What's she got on her, she got on her forehead? <laughs> it's, looks, it looks painful. It looks like it, it says Ellie, uh, and it looks like it's been written with a, like a scratchy quill pen. Oh. Does it hurt? <laughs> you feel an itch. Mm, do I recognise any of them? 
Uh, yeah, you still have this awareness in your head. Okay. Like Errol said, you are all better at this than the normal yeah. person. So even though you've displaced that old persona, mm-hmm. you still have enough self-awareness to remember what situation you're in and what you're trying okay. to do and who these people are. We've not got time to hang around. Get on the ship now. Right. Uh, to be, I do agree with that, actually. We can work out what's going on. Afterwards. I'm like pushing, literally yeah. getting behind them and pushing them. So and I think it would be a good point for um, a character who knows how to drive to come in. So Space Dave <laughs> would probably kind of wash over me as I got onto the boat. I'm like, I know how to drive. Yeah, yeah. I'm as very st- good at driving. As you step into the cockpit and you see the helm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Dave suddenly just <laughs> overwhelmed by a cool brown fugue. <laughs> Okay. Um, and I've got minus one okay. on my affinity here, so I need more than more than I did. More than eight for it to go. Okay, that's five. So four. How am I going to be the only sane one on this boat, man? All of you see stitches uh, appear in reality around Dave. Uh, you see his clothes ripple and fray and become brown, uh, and the space fashion, yep. kind of thing. Uh, with a brown captain's hat. Um, Sleeveless leather jacket, because I'd rip them off to make another hat. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, only one arm? <laughs> only one arm. Yes. One arm. Uh, do you Sorry. have... Are you just only one arm, or do you have some sort of space prosthetic? I don't know. Would the prosthetic have made it through the process? Yes, it not, can have done it. Can have done. Done. Yeah, yeah, you did I, end up I, getting one, didn't you? Yeah, I had a robot arm, I mm. think. Yeah, so I've got one robot arm. Yeah. Uh, so yes, so you see Dave change, and he is now dressed in brown with the robot arm. You see him momentarily disorientated, and Dave, uh, as you come to the helm of the duck boat, mm-hmm. is still seems to be a stable. <laughs> seems to be the local reality is stable enough that it's still a duck boat. Uh, you see the controls for uh, driving it on land. You see the controls for driving it in the water. <laughs> uh, you see uh, like a little GPS, and on that GPS screen, it blanks. And then relights up with a spinning, uh, fluctuating geometric pattern. And a voice speaks from the GPS. Yes, all realities are now open to my analysis. Oh no! Welcome one and all to Merely Roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, your compere for this production of Deja Vu Act 2. While the players hold this tableau, let's take a look at the programme, shall we? It's time for your semi-regular reminder that Blackshaw is a real theatre company that does stage productions that you can see with your eyes. And there's one coming up in a couple of months. It's called Trouble at Sea, A Miss McSkimming Mystery and it's written by Strat and stars Natalie Winter, both of whom you might have heard recently on Merely Role Players playing survivors of the Prospero in Prospero and Viola. Trouble at Sea is a follow-up to Some Treachery, another skimming mystery Blackshaw staged a few years ago, and which you can still listen to on the Blackshaw Arts Hour podcast feed, which I'll link in the programme notes. Like Some Treachery, Trouble at Sea is a radio play written to be performed in front of a live audience. That basically means Strat's peppered the script with weird and wonderful sound effects, and the live audience get to see how the team creates them all by squidging watermelon bits or pouring water out of a watering can onto a balloon or what have you. If you want to be in that live audience, the show's being performed in Balham in South London on Saturday the 10th of May as part of the Wandsworth Arts Fringe. Check the programme notes for links. Tickets should be on sale very soon.
In other audio drama news, the second season of the Ragged Scratch podcast just finished. Ragged Scratch is Natalie Winter's new writing night in podcast form, showcasing two audio works in progress each week, alongside interviews with the writers. With season two just finished, that means there are 24 short plays and scenes ready and waiting for you to listen to. I think it's very well worth your time. And if you listen and agree, I also recommend checking out the podcast's Patreon page, where you can donate to help cover expenses for all the artists involved and help open up the opportunity to even more up-and-coming voices. Now, while I get the players ready to unfreeze, here's an intro to one of our fellow members of the UK and Ireland tabletop RPG podcasters community. Explore the darkness. Explore shadows. Beyond them. Within them. The other side. Explore rage, horror, pain, fear, hate, lust, greed, anger. Explore the worlds of darkness. Explore your chronicles of fear. Explore worlds innumerable, filled with nightmares. Dark Days Radio is a podcast dedicated to horror RPGs, primarily focusing on the worlds of darkness and chronicles of darkness. Dark Days Radio also is home to Dark Hammer, a Worlds of Warhammer podcast. You can find all of these episodes at www.darker-days.org. Join us in the shadows. Taking over control of this vessel. No, I can drive it. <laughs> no. Dave, are you okay? Dave, I'm gonna start me. banging the GPS thing, trying to break it. Uh, you can roll volatile for that. Yeah. So to I'll roll volatile so to try and smash the GPS thing to smithereens. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that is a f- uh, six total. You smash the screen of the GPS, but the voice, the presence that has infected the duck boat seems to be in all the systems, and the helm starts to move of its own accord, and the engine starts to roar, and the duck boat starts to move off down the Thames under some unknown agenda, and you are still being pursued from the air by an ironclad sky vessel. In a boat we're not controlling. <laughs> Correct. Are we, are we going towards where we want to go, or we have uh, no idea? So far, it is going that direction down the river, just because that's the way the duck boat was facing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't know what this presence's <laughs> overall agenda is. Okay. Right, lads, let's settle in and let the demon boat take us somewhere nice, <laughs> shall we? Okay, okay. I'm going to keep but, trying to drive. Pushing all the buttons. Bing, I, push I, the buttons, Bing! <laughs> I grab Alex, who I think is, is um, threadless at the moment, and I pull him towards the back of the boat, and I say, Alex... What's going on? I, 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 I've got sequins and stuff, but I've, I've, I'm still in my own brain. Okay? Yeah. What's going on? Right. We've so you're got still the Josh back there, Josh. I, I remember everything, but I also remember right. being stranded on an island. Uh, bad, I fell off a cliff. There were bees. Uh, there were snakes. There was all sorts of nastiness, but we got away. Three quarters of us did anyway. But that, that's, that, that's, that's for another time. <laughs> Sounds like a Nicolas Cage film. This, this, is, this, is, this is mad. This is, Dave, stop hitting it. Just, just for a second. Just bang, push it. Bang, bang. <laughs> He's talking about bings. We have one armed brown Dave talking about a bing. <laughs> right. We have unspecified West Country location. Ellie, who appears to be slightly deranged. Yeah. Uh, the, their, 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 their strands did, didn't work. Okay, Something, right. something's gone wrong. Okay. Something's gone wrong in their brain. 
But you and I, I think, are the two same ones. We're okay. But to add to that, we have got some sort of sentient being that's speaking to us and controlling this duck boat. Yeah. <laughs> and a flying pirate ship with someone with a metal jawline shouting at us. Does this ring a bell with anything with you? <laughs> that does, for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, so I am going to rely upon Alex from Ariadne now to come into play because he sees Captain Ironface yeah. and goes in very much the same way that I did just then. Captain Ironface! Um, yeah, I mean, in child. the circumstances, you could do that one or you could do Cloud Skipper. Either one is fine. Yeah. But yeah, if that's the yeah. one you want, go for it. That is a five plus no. one, which is a six. No, no. <laughs> Alex, are you okay? Alex? I kind of come round and I'm fine, but I've got this weird sort of black seeping in around the corners of my eyes. And I'll go, Josh? And yes. Dave? What's going on? Are, are you okay? Can you remember? Where, where, where were we when we were having our meeting? Just now. We were in a theatre, weren't we? No, kind of. What are we talking about? <laughs> Come on, please, please stick with me, Alex. Please stick with me here. What's that? Oh, no. <laughs> I put my hand in my hand. Josh, as you talk to Alex, you can, see, you can see that Alex's shadow is darker than yours. And it is spreading. And where it connects to other shadows, it sort of goes into the wheelhouse of the duck boat. It's almost like it's clutching at his shoes. Uh, and you see that darkness in his eyes. There is a sort of almost crying black, exactly like you just said. And looking into the wheelhouse of the duck boat, where it's dimmer, you can see in the dimness around the, around the edges of the door, you can see what look like the suggestions of human silhouettes simply watching you in an anticipating sort of way that's very unsettling. And they seem to be connected to Alex in some way. Okay. So just to summarise. <laughs> You're now on a, a double haunted duck boat, okay. haunted by a malicious uh, power-hungry AI and also like a ghost audience being chased by Captain Ironface in an ironclad skyship. Yes. Right, team, team meeting everybody. Um, come over here and I'm going to get us in the huddle again. Uh, I think you'll find I'm the captain. Okay, please, go, go ahead. Lead, team lead meeting away. everybody. Uh, huddle over here. <laughs> <laughs> we just all shuffle to a slightly like one foot over location for Davis thanks guys um, we need to listen to Josh off you go Josh thank you Captain so uh, we have many many malevolent forces that are now against us but our ultimate aim is we need to get through this rift we need to find the air Errol and find three Chris's and Vicky as quickly as we can do what do you know about in this order the, the strange voice coming from the boat about the flying spaceship with the uh, iron jaw-lined gentleman up there and about the, the audience of ghosts we, we now have here. Give me all the information that you can do and then together we'll work out what we need to do. And we need to do it quickly. So these audience members don't particularly like light, but I think I think I can control them now. So I'm just going to try something. So I'm going to attempt to absorb... All of those shadow people into me. Go for it. Roll Um, plus soul. Plus soul, which is plus one. Um, Can I say I'm using my shadow pets? Yes. Because I'm... um, I'd forgotten about them. So, because that's that's initially where I'd gone with that. And because what my ability is seize fragments of power. So Mm -hmm. does that give me a plus one? So making a plus two? No, it's just that you can do the ability. I can do... So this is using that ability. I get plus two. 
two then because it's Shadow yeah. Pets and Soul. So plus two. That is Ooh, a 12. 12. <laughs> As I concentrate, you see the the the, sh- the the black tears rolling back up into my eyes and the shadow starting to like getting absorbed through my hands like tendrils like sort of so slowly like getting sucked up into my hands where I just hold them like two black fists yeah that that seems to have worked and then I turn my attention to the huge iron ship great thank you Alex (laughs) Ellie hello the boat tell us about the boat well it's basically the police and they'll be after us for some reason or other um I wouldn't trust him far as I can throw him hard to get rid of him hard to attack the ship because it's uh, made of metal I do have quite a lot of explosives generally about my person but again quite difficult um what approach would you advise captain well we could uh we could engage in some complex dece- deception <laughs> we could <laughs> Complex deception. Easy for me to say. Complex. (laughs) Um, Maybe we could. I could pretend I want to work on the boat. Put the explosives in, uh, and then come out again. I've got a better idea. Right. So you need to apply for a job on the ship. (laughs) Are they advertising? You you hear from from behind your vessel. Man the cannons. Oh right. Well they're going to shoot at us, so we should shoot at them. So I reckon a big explosion would be quite nice, wouldn't it? How do we get a plan? Give me the explosives, I'll take them up there and put them on the ship myself using these. Oh, and your shadow pet cleverness? Well, I mean, if the magic man can do it, let's let him do it. <laughs> so so uh, that's the next idea. So, and while, while he's doing that, then perhaps, Captain, you can work out how to make the boat more amenable to us. Okay, I'm going to start smashing everything electrical. <laughs> Excellent. To stop the AI from being able to talk to us. Excellent. That's okay. all the like the announcement things from like the tourist boat things, mm-hmm. all the like speakers on the sides of the ship. Just start smashing everything. Okay. I can help out with that. I've got a frying yeah. pan. Okay. <laughs> clang, clang, clang. <laughs> Ellie, would you? Uh, let's do rolling to help after Dave's rolled. Okay. Because I might be amazing at this. Yeah. So yeah, roll yeah. volatile. Okay. okay. That's smash one for smashing. Oh, that's four or five. Okay. <laughs> I uh, will try The that. way we're going to do helping in this one is that it put, bumps you up a category rather than a plus two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you can successfully help Dave, he'll get a mixed success. Ah, okay. Well, I can't remember what your stats are in Cloud Skipper. What um, do you think would be a helpful stat? Well, I was just going to smash everything with yeah, my... Roll so burly. Burly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, roll Burley. I've got a plus one for Burley. <laughs> no! Six. Six. <laughs> can I help Ellie? <laughs> you can't help on helping oh, man. sorry as you're smashing uh, the announcement systems <laughs> and the steering columns and all sorts of bits of this boat you you manage to uh, smash out something that is controlling part of the uh, on water propulsion mm-hmm. system and in response you feel the vessel with what momentum it has left in the water veer to the left and head towards the bank and it begins to crawl out on its duckboat wheels onto dry land and you can tell now or or you can get an inkling that it seems to be heading to uh the general neighborhood of mi6 oh i'm gonna oh. get a, a tingly tingle i think yeah you can do if you want <laughs> and as it veers to get out of the water and onto dry land a cannonball slams into the water behind it Ooh. sending up a spume of ah, spray see, i meant to do that that was an evasive maneuver <laughs> well done captain <laughs> reload 
Ooh, shall I go about um, planting some explosives? Uh, you certainly can do, yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do is with one shadow hand in a sort of a black version of the Green Lantern-esque, it is just going to engulf Captain Iron Face, and with the other, it's just going to basically deposit the explosives into what I think is the main wheelhouse of the uh, the vessel. Roll plus soul. Which is plus one. Yeah, you get plus one for your shadow. Sure. So it's a plus two. It's a seven, eight, nine. Mixed success. It works. Mm-hmm. The wheelhouse goes up. Uh, splinters of wood and, me- and mm-hmm. shards of metal spray everywhere. Captain Ironface in the prow turns in horror as his vessel begins to list and nose down and nosedive in the direction of your duck boat. Okay. <laughs> Went well. Didn't go quite as I planned it. Um, I it might be time to abandon ship. We need to go quicker. We all need to get off of this boat. Okay. I'm going to do a cool slide out of the window and okay. forward roll on the pebbles. You, you dive out the window of the duck yep. boat. Roll slick. I shall. Uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, okay. Uh, anybody got an idea? He manages to get out the duck boat, but does he leave something behind? Yeah. I usually have. I've got a pistol, haven't I? I've got a space pistol, so that yeah. could get left behind. Yeah. It. Uh, the, your pistol falls out of your holster as you uh, swing out of the window and roll. Yeah. But I do ground. look cool, right? Whilst I do that. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. To a certain extent. Uh, okay. Dave is out of the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of you are still in the boat. The boat is moving. It's now on the road, mm-hmm. moving through uh, fluctuating different uh, streets. Every so often it moves forward and a wall rears up in front of it and it swerves mm. and an ironclad sky vessel is plunging down towards mm-hmm. you. What would you do? We, well, I, we all need to stick together. Everybody, jump off! <laughs> what else are we going to do? <laughs> I... We're definitely going to sustain some damage. <laughs> Before that happens, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, using the the shadowy business again, basically wrap us up in like a a force field ball Mm. so that we can basically get out. So jump out, get in ball, and then roll um, (laughs) like a big hamster ball. That's amazing. Sounds great. Um, Yeah, roll soul. It's soul plus shadow pets. I also saw that I'm in my element when defending others. Does that add anything? 100% adds adds plus one. So that is plus three. Um, Here comes the snake. (laughs) That's eight. You succeed. Mm -hmm. You get everybody in the ball uh, except Errol. You leave Errol behind. (laughs) I forgot he was with us, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, And so as you are gathering your friends Mm -hmm. and your shadow pets uh, spread out from you to form this inky uh, sphere around the four of you, uh, you just hear the (laughs) of Errol's erratic jetpack as he jets out away from the crashing sky vessel, Mm -hmm. saving himself but being separated from all of you. And you just hear very faintly, Oh, can't you are? <laughs> You're doing great. Thank you, Errol. Yeah, and let's, let's run and take cover from this huge yeah. explosion that's about to happen, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and you can absolutely, like, Violet in the Incredibles, like, hamster ball along yes. this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do that and try and find Dave. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm running along, like, 
almost in front of you but the side I guess because I okay. jumped out a little bit mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you can, you can engulf him yeah like. I do that yeah. <laughs> the four of you have some measure of protection and some mm-hmm. measure of sort of transport-ish mm-hmm. yes uh, what would you like to do with it well, I'm going to look Where up in the going? sky and see if we can see the air arrow at the moment uh, to see okay. if we're in the right area because we do need to keep checking that yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, it, is this an air arrow area essentially alright Dave roll calculating okay uh, oh, that's minus one. Oh, that's seven. So ask a question about the situation. Can I see the air arrow? <laughs> uh, you can see, I think, with that, two things that might be it. So that in two different areas of the sky, you can see a zeppelin in like a twilight cloudy sky. And in another area... Uh, has anybody got a suggestion for what the second thing might be? Large airborne vehicle. Mm. That's just floating there. I think a biplane would be quite funny. <laughs> mm. Quite small. Yeah. Quite small. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe like yeah. a, um, a flying fortress. Like yeah. a massive old sort yeah. of warplane. Okay, um, so then this one's a bit more on the move. Like yeah. Zeppelin mm. is kind of stationary, stationary yeah. slash moving quite slowly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But the other one is moving at a fair old lick because yeah. it needs to stay airborne. Mm. Yep. Uh, and so it is. Imagine like a flying fortress style mm-hmm. plane, like that kind of that kind of period, yeah. but even bigger. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so it's just vast. It's, it's vast. Doesn't look like it should be able to stay up in the air. Mm-hmm. Multiple wing sets yeah. uh, along its fuselage. Oh. Uh, just an absolute like a, a true flying fortress. Mm. Right. So we want to get up there. through the air. Mm-hmm. We need to get up. Now I can fly spaceships, but I don't see any. No. Has anyone got any idea how we can get something that can get us up? The wire of my grappling gun's probably not that long. <laughs> well, if, when, if, if we're still near, we're still near the MI6 building. Mm. Uh, you're in that neighbourhood, yeah? They might have a helicopter on their helicopter pad That's on the roof. That's a great idea. Ooh. Sorry, they might have a helicopter pad <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> Let's go there. Who knows, right, who knows how to get into MI5? Does anybody have any idea? I'm getting Are a tingle. None at all, no. <laughs> I've got a tingle. <gasps> Ellie, Ellie, embrace it. I believe, oh, I believe in you. Best of luck. Really here it comes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly codename Pigeon. <laughs> All right, uh, give us a roll to see how successful mm, this uh, I don't trust that anymore. Is. I never trust the tower. No. <laughs> I mean, not that I've rolled. Whoa. Nine. Your, your persona as codename Pigeon, a super spy, mm-hmm. suave, sophisticated, uh, user of gadgets now becomes your dominant personality. Uh, that is the thing that is uppermost in your mind. So functionally, you can use moves from that sheet, but not from others mm-hmm. at the moment. You can bring something or someone or somewhere useful okay. from that setting. Can I bring a helicopter? <laughs> Absolutely, you can bring a helicopter. Yes, please, helicopter. Okay. Get it. All right. We had a lot of helicopter activity <laughs> in that world. So uh, I, I like the idea that maybe as you're as you're doing this and reality is warping around you, mm-hmm. maybe Alex like pushes up mm. and lifts the bubble off the ground just enough that as the helicopter forms around you, mm. yes. it's already airborne. It's quite low to the ground, yeah. uh, but it is flying. Yes. yes. Uh, who's in the pilot seat? Well, I mean, logic dictates Dave. I, I know do, how to drive. I do have a helicopter license and a plus one for pursuit. Well, you could be my co-pilot then. Let's okay, go. Fine. <laughs> and she has two arms as well. So. <laughs> hey, it's not a competition. <laughs> Except it is and I win. Um, yeah, okay. Which one am I pointing us towards? Um, yeah, which ship are we heading to? Um, whichever's closest, I'd go with that. 
Should we go to the one that's not moving so that's easier to hit? Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> then if we try really hard in the in the war the war fortress, the flying yeah. fortress, and they're not there, then we waste that's loads true, of time. That's a lot exactly. of space to search. Exactly. To the Zeppelin. Um, push the button, Ellie. Wob, 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 wob. Oh no, that's the dubstep button. <laughs> the helicopter rises through the chaotic warping streets. As you come up above the roof line, you see uh, on your instruments uh, another helicopter is in sharing the sky with you. Uh, it seems to be in pursuit. It's smaller than yours. This just seems to be a one person. Does it uh, look standard issue? No. Okay. <laughs> no, not. Over the helicopter radio comes a voice. Penelope. <laughs> Penelope. I always knew I would find you again. You left me, Penelope. I have been chasing you all this time, and now I have found you. Land, land that we may be together. I just, um, I, I don't, I, it's muted, and I just turned to the I'm so sorry. I have a very persistent ex. <laughs> been listening to Merely Role Players. In this season, you'll hear Ellie Pitkin, Alex Pankhurst, Josh Yard and Dave, Chris Starkey, Chris Buxy and Chris, Helen Stratton, Ellen Gould, Natalie Winter and Strat, all playing various versions of themselves, along with special guest appearances by Ellie Pitkin as Nia and the Space Jam Continuum podcast's Chris McLennan as Candice. I'm Matt, and I edited and produced the season, wrote and performed the theme music, and designed and ran the game we're playing. Like most of our games, this one's powered by the apocalypse. You can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com pbta. If you enjoy Merely Roleplayers, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay, at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers, and at Merely Roleplayers.com. Merely Roleplayers is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode. Mm-hmm.